There's a new sparkling water beverage from the makers of Bubbly, Bubbly Burst. It's bursting with fruit flavor, no added sugar, and all smiles. Bubbly comes in a variety of six fun flavors that taste incredible. And with no added sugar and low calories, there's a lot to smile about. I don't know about you, Matt, but it's my perfect beverage for catching up on my favorite shows with. Yes, Lil Bowen. Bubbly Burst has antioxidant and immune support, keeping me feeling great all day long. You deserve that. Try new Bubbly Burst. Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia and Yellow, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Watch Hacks, streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. Whether it's her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct has everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. Look, man. There. Oh, I see. My oh, my. Bowen, look over there. Wow, is that Ooh. culture? Yes. Oh, my goodness. Oh, wow. Yeah. Las Culturistas. Ding dong. Las Culturistas calling. Wow. You are fresh from the fight, as we say. I want to be just honest, transparent, and just show up in my truth and say that I did not sleep last night. From I, I saw Adele in Vegas. And my flight was at 8.35 in the morning. And so it was so, the, the energy was so high and kinetic and uplifting it Bowen that I said, I'm not going to bed. And I didn't. Was it the right choice? How could you? We'll find out. You won't regret this. Maybe you regret it now, but in 48 hours, you will not, Mm-mm. will not regret. Well, let me just say one thing to you. This was, and it's like, yeah, okay, breaking news. Fag sees Adele, says it was best show ever. It really was. Hmm. It sucks that you have to sort of qualify it like that, because it really is meaningful that Fag saw Adele. (laughs) And yet, we're at a point in the culture now where Fag saw Adele is losing its meaning. And so for my best friend to say Fag saw Adele and- It makes me sad that you have to sort of like get ahead of it like that. It was such a given that it was going to be what it was for me. But when I tell you, Mm -hmm. I joined up with thousands of people in the openly sobbing community and everyone in the openly sobbing lately community got together last night to openly sob for two hours Mm -hmm. while this woman sang. Mm -hmm. And it was truly it was like at a certain point you have to laugh because you're like, oh, yeah, like. Isn't it going to be funny when she sings Take It All? Like, isn't that going to be funny what's going to happen to us? She sang Take It All. Bowen. Not only did she sing Take It All, she executed yeah. Take It All. She she put us through Take It oh All. Oh, my God. I can't I can't and, and, think about Take It All. Uh, or I'll cry. You think I can think about Take It All? What about you thinks I can think <laughs> about Take It All? And then I am sorry. I don't know. Cut, too. And I want to say... Because podcasts are not a visual medium, I would describe the way I look 
right now, like Fag Saw Adele. Fag Saw Adele. Like I got punched in the head repeatedly by music. Mm-hmm. Punched in the head repeatedly by music. Fag Saw Adele is a hate crime in Nevada. <laughs> and that's a rule of culture. That's rule of culture number 20. Fag Saw Adele is a hate crime in Nevada. Nevada. Take it all. First of all, I'm, I'm just kind of stuck on this one number. This was so fucking good. And I just cried and cried and cried because, oh. you know what? Whatever. It's common knowledge amongst people that listen to this podcast. I genuinely feel like maybe that was a cathartic final thing yeah. for me in breakup era. Yeah. But like, wow. I mean, just unbelievable the amount of emotion she knows she's putting you through too she says at the top she's like hey so sorry y'all are about to get fucked up and she just says it everyone looks at each other like mm-hmm. mm. <laughs> and the openly sobbing community was thriving last night it I'm was so glad so unbelievable bowen it was so unbelievable i haven't been part of osc for a long time i have not openly <sighs> sobbed i've sobbed in the past week, but not openly. I've sobbed in front of my therapist on Zoom. We sobbed on the phone. We sobbed on the phone. I, I sobbed on patient portal sessions is what I sobbed. Oh, on. wow. Oh, no. Oh, God. Thursday was a bad day. We don't have to get into it. Don't I know it, honey. But didn't Channing Nicholas say, and you and I checked in about this, Channing Nicholas said, Say that. It is a sharp, jagged cliff of a week. You're not going to want to dive into the ocean when you know there are sharp rocks in the water. So tread lightly, literally, just carefully walk through the week because there are going to be hazards. And mm-hmm. indeed there were. And you and I might have even touched a sharp point on our own paths. Do you know what I'm saying? I think you and I needed to have Thursday. Because Thursday was, I'm going to say Thursday of last week, if you're listening to this on Wednesday, was one of the worst days ever. I'm so ever. sorry. And Chani Nicholas said, confirmed that that was astrologically written in the stars, Aida, one of the worst weeks anyone could ever have. And when I said that to my sister and checked in with people about it, they were like, it's, we are all feeling it. Yeah. And every, literally everyone, everyone literally went through it. Talking to Ego last night, Alex, our guest, he better have had a terrible week. I'm sure that our guest had a fucking awful week. Let's check in with him about this in a second. I am so excited our guest is here. Our guest is one of those people, I think he was always someone that like you and I looked up to, still do. I mean, every mm-hmm. time he posts something, and I hate that I'm like verbalizing posts in a way that like just the word post on a linguistic level does not match like mm-hmm. the act of posting. Post. I think that you're right. Post is reserved for the mail. Ultimately, though, I'm very happy about post. Because when our guest does post, deign to post, I would say effortless star. I would say incredibly gifted, funny, hilarious young man. And I would also say, you know, it's not an apology to the readers, but it is a recognition that there is a community. So there's the openly sobbing community. And then there's a large community of people in our Mm -hmm. fan community, the readers who are actually actively angry and upset that this has taken this long. I agree with them. I see you. I hear yeah, you. And we've rectified it. This is an incredible moment. Bowen, our guest recently was in the film Megan. And I have mm-hmm. something to say about the way that the fates had it with his character in Megan. And I want to run something by him. But yeah. first of all, that was the film of the year. Film of the year. You know him from Will and Grace. 
Mm. You know him from, oh my God, The Gay and Wondrous Life of Caleb Gallo. Huge, huge formative culture Mm -hmm. for a generation. It's true. Among many other things. Among many other things. Of course, there's Timothy, there's TJ Mack, husband, there's the wife, there's Marnie T. There's just this universe of characters who you must intimately get to know if you haven't already. We're very lucky women. We're very lucky women this week. And we, let's check in with him and see if he had a terrible week. Why don't we? Okay. So everyone, please welcome into your ears, Brian Jordan Alvarez. Oh, hi. Hi. Oh my God. That was the best. That was the best introduction. That was the most flattering introduction I've ever heard. Deserved. Deserved. Thank you guys. You guys are the best. Wow. How was your last week? You know, I think it was bad. (laughs) It was bad. I'm trying. When you guys were saying that, I was like, oh my God, they're so right. And then I was trying to remember if it was. Oh, no, no. Yeah. I fell completely ill. I had a horrible stomach flu. Oh, no. I recovered. And then I just went and like took some time in nature yesterday and the the earlier part of today and then i just came back i just came back to the city and i was so mad i'm in new york right now for work and i was so mad to come back into manhattan and i had to drop a my brother-in-law lent me his car so i had to drop his car off in like soho and i accidentally (laughs) went i was trying to make a turn in soho i was in soho and no. I was trying to make a turn and I was almost there and I accidentally went into the Holland Tunnel and I had oh. to go over to, all the way to Jersey City. To Jersey? All the way back. Yeah, yeah. But it's what a nightmare. Weather. No. It has been a wild week. It really is in the stars. It was beyond us. And How did like, you guys experience it? But you ended you ended it in this incredible way at the Adele concert. <laughs> I have to tell you, like, I really, <laughs> I can't... It, and it's like, it's so stupid to be like, guys, see Adele. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> I know. Well, she needs somebody kind of like backing her up. Yeah, <laughs> she, yeah, she does. She saying, does. Like, go to the show, you know? <laughs> yeah. She needs me out here pushing it. Like, this is an ad yeah. for weekends with Adele. No, it was just that thing of like, it was a place where people came to literally mm-hmm. just, I, at one point I just turned around and I was you can see my face right now. I am swollen. I turned around. I made eye contact. <laughs> you don't look swollen. Uh, babe, I, I turned around. I made eye contact with a woman who maybe was in her 50s. And she just looked at me. We looked. We made eye contact for about three solid seconds. She nodded. like we, <laughs> And she was just like, yeah, me too. Like turning tables is also doing it to me right now. So she's like, absolutely. Yeah. And I, I think I reached out and grabbed her hand. And then like, yeah, it to. was, I, I mean, I feel closer with the friends that I went with. I went with my yeah. friends, Ree, Cliff and Gus. Like we, we were, I have to thank the universe. I mean, if there's anyone to see live, if there's anyone to see live oh, for sure. I mean, it's, it's gotta be basically the best voice in the world right now. Right. It's shocking. Is there another? And Bowen, you were right there when she did it. Cause she came to SNL and hosted and sang and, and was messing around and fucking around. And Bowen got to stand right there. Yeah, wow. that was fun. She was just riffing. She was just riffing. It was fun. How was how was nature? What did you do? Did you go on little walks, hikes? I did a little bit. I more just like sat in the. I went to <clears throat> Woodstock, New York. Have you guys ever been there? Oh, yeah. we've heard of that one. <laughs> <laughs> so I think I typed like upstate New York into Airbnb. This this is like my longest 
Stay so it was the, a bad is week. that even upstate? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, gotta, yeah, yeah. Okay, that is upstate. Okay. Yes, oh, for sure. Is anything north of the city upstate? Like, when do you start? I think once you're on Taconic, once you're on the Taconic State Parkway, you're officially upstate, baby. And mm-hmm. I will not do that again. You were there alone? I was there alone. Yeah, I stayed like in sort of a cabin by myself. And I was slightly worried that I was going to be murdered. But yeah. it's too scary. Like it's too scary. Nice. I know. I was like, oh, I should have just stayed in a hotel. Why did I choose like a house with glass doors on all the, you know, that's fine. I slept the light on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's incredibly dark too. It gets really <laughs> dark. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I know. Yeah. You said this is your longest um, time in the city. So yeah, I, I have an interesting history with New York because I was born here and I lived here until I was four because my dad used to run the Roosevelt Island Tramway. Do you guys know that tramway? Well, yes. It's like a cable car that goes yes, out to Roosevelt Island. Yes, of course. Yeah. He used to run it? He was the king of that? <laughs> he, he was the king. Of, yeah, that is a country <laughs> and he was the king. Yeah. Um, <laughs> he like managed that for many years. But then we moved to like rural Tennessee and basically, I've been sort of an L.A. actor in my adulthood, so I've, I haven't done the New York thing, but now I'm here writing. Um, mm. And so it's it's cool to sort of be in the city and have a job in the city and feel like a real city girl. But but then you, like everyone in the city, feel like you have to get out of the city. And so yep. I've had to get out of the city. Yeah, You know, it's so much city in every direction. It's, it's like yeah. everything, everywhere, all at once. And then you really do become <laughs> that person who Googles upstate New York. Yeah, you know what I mean? You, yeah, you, yeah, you, yeah, you, because, but the thing about upstate New York and the thing about that, and I'm guessing it did work for you. You know what I mean? You went out and got into nature. It did, and- except I was mad having to come back. But yeah, right, it, right. I, it actually worked right. shockingly well. It does I was work. there last night. I was like, this is corny how much better I feel instantly and how I am kind of ready to go back to the city, you know, almost. Right. It was your, I went to Adele and actually cried, get this. You know what I mean? It was, yeah, yeah, it was yeah. I went upstate and it worked. Nature actually yeah, was healing. Exactly. Where did you see Adele now? Vegas? Yeah. Vegas, Coliseum. At Caesars. Wow. What, how many nights did you spend in Vegas? Two. Because you can't do more than that. I find Vegas incredible. I feel so corny for loving it as much as I do. Title of app. I find Vegas incredible. What's not great about it? I agree. It's so fun. It's just like, God, I guess it is. It's sort of billed as an adult playground. And everything is so insane. I mean, especially Caesar's Palace. Like, it's so big. You're like, how big is this? (laughs) You're just walking in it for like mile. You're like that's still Caesar's Palace, and that building is Caesar's Palace, and and they have the Statue of David, I think, in there. Yeah, fake one. That's right. I feel like we grew up on Ocean's Eleven, and we grew up on Uh, Rat Race, and we grew up on like important Vegas films. Yeah, yeah. And I important Vegas films like Rat Race. I think Rat Race is. An excellent piece of art. I, I never got that into Rat Race. Sadly, really, it's fine. It I, I was I watched I watched Ocean's Eleven. I think a few times. Rat Race is supposed to be incredible, though, right? N- no, it's not. It's not. It's actually quite. I have not watched it since two thousand four well, or something. Rat Race is one of those movies where it's like you see the trailer for it. I remember being a kid and seeing the trailer for Rat Race, and it was like you know 
Whoopi Goldberg and like so many people. Like I literally, I yeah. could not name any more people in the cast, but I remember being a kid, seeing that ensemble <laughs> cast and being like, I know that that is one of the greatest films ever made. And I know. And then I remember like the movie came out and it got like a shitty review in like my local paper. I was like, huh, that's gotta be wrong. And that movie looks unbelievable. Cut two years and years later. You're like, and years I have later. been tracking this project and it, <laughs> I thought it was going to be great. I know for a fact that because of my, of my cursory reviewing of the trailer as a child that's one of the greatest films and I, I feel personally attacked to read in my local paper Newsday Long Island's own Newsday that there was a two star rating absolutely not wait Matt so you never saw it either no 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 <gasps> <laughs> there's an amazing Kathy Bates it cameo was reviewed. it was badly is oh, there oh my god no, but Bowen, this is this is a thing. People love that movie. I think my friend Stephanie loves that movie. I think my boyfriend loves that movie. I think it's like it has a real cult following. Yeah, a cult following. Exactly. It's not quite cult. It's more like an MLM following or something. <laughs> it's definitely trying to make you do something else. <laughs> it's yeah. trying to get you to watch some other to recruit. <laughs> <laughs> your boyfriend loves it yeah so then why haven't you seen it maybe i know well maybe that maybe that because you don't, don't love, love him. him so yeah that that is gonna be the <laughs> so... straw that breaks the camel's back you need to go to weekends Wait, the i'm dog. writing this i'm writing this down see, he's okay. writing down c rat, rat race race, race. Yeah, respect rat my race. lover c rat yeah. race respect my man are you missing la do you hate new york over la finally i no, I was so New York. I was so into New York for I've been here two months already. Mm. And I've been Uh-oh. very vocally in favor of it. I've been yeah. like, oh my God, walkable city. Because like my my friend um Stephanie has this thing. This is maybe slightly morbid, but they it just because it's about um it's like there's a study about Alzheimer's that says one of the things that the, the two things that help you avoid it the most mm-hmm. are talking to people and, and walking. And walking. And New York uh-huh. City just creates these scenarios all the time. You're walking and talking. So there is this sort of health, this healthy thing here in the yeah. way of life. But then what what started to wear on me was just the, the real concrete jungle. But I think I also just don't know the... And it's winter. I don't know which parks to go to, you know. I've heard there's something called right. Central Park. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I, I really... I haven't gone to Central Park much. It's so cold out. You won't. You don't need to go to Central Park. And can I say, like... I, this, <laughs> but when you do, when you do, it's quite lovely. I never regret it. Right, right. What are you about to say, Matt? Bowen. Do you know this about me though? Like I lived in New York City for 11 years. I've been to Central Park less than five times. I lived in the city for 11 years and I can count literally on one hand the amount of times (laughs) I've even been there. It's really weird. And I would say that I can say pretty confidently that I've had a full New York experience without having spent a lot of time there. Yeah. Interesting. Well, you're about to hit spring. Yeah, it, it's also it's more of a summer thing anyway, too, right? But there's yeah. other there's these other cooler parks that people I see people at in the summer, right? I think you're thinking that one where they play a movie up on a big building or something. Bryant? No, wait, is that Bryant Park? Yeah, they do that at Bryant, and then there's Prospect Park in Fort Greene. McCarran mm. is kind of fun, even though it's flat and there's not much going on besides like running and soccer. I mean, mm-hmm. no parks parks in New York are quite special. And I take that for granted because I feel like it's not quite as prevalent in other parts of the world. Maybe. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Maybe like San Francisco. The one thing San Francisco has going for it now, I think, is like that Mission 
viejo thing, right? Mm-hmm. Is that what it's called? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Where you like lay and then you see San yeah. Francisco sort of in the uh, and the gays are running yeah. around. San Francisco gays are obsessed with that part. They, they really they they love to let you know they're at that park. Yeah, they're <laughs> like, hey, we're at this iconic park. Like, come visit San Francisco. It, it's like yeah. me with Adele. Like, they're being paid to advertise for it. It, th- but wait, this is what I wanted to ask you about Megan before I forget. Okay, so Megan, yes, yes. incredible. When you wait, also this- I, I saw Megan with friends and my friend afterward, he was like, "It's it's definitely a cult. It's a cult hit." And I was like, "It's not a cult no, hit. No, it's like a, a hit. huge movie. It yeah. made <laughs> money. Yeah, <laughs> made money. Okay, okay. Just, can, and we can Go say on. this: like being gay and enjoying a movie does not make something cult. Exactly. And that's actually rule <laughs> number thirty. Being, being gay and enjoying, enjoying a movie does not make, make something cult. cult. Yeah. You were gay and liked something. So speaking of being gay and in the movie, you get the script, you're like, you're doing it, and then you realize you're not going to die in the movie. And here's my thing. It's like, I Uh thought if I was you in the movie, I would want to get killed by Megan. And I kind of was like, Brian, it feels like this character is getting absolutely fucked up by Megan. And I'm thrilled that you survived because then you can be Megan to Megan's mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. Megan's whatever's going to happen with Megan going forward and thrilled for that. But what percentage of you is like disappointed that you didn't get to get fucked up by Megan? Uh, when you did no, get I'm fucked I'm up so by ha- Megan. Well, no, I do get fucked up by her. She's well, I don't know. You really you know, spoilers, do. but she, she, there's definitely some violence that she inflicts upon me, mm-hmm. but I'm glad yes. she didn't kill me because I do want to, I want to live on to battle her further or to, sort of engage with her she's working actor. such a powerful she's such a woman in business these days you know <laughs> did you see she's in the new mark jacobs campaign i saw that no <laughs> i'm wrestling with how to feel about it oh and she has a mark <laughs> jacobs campaign i wish i could show you oh that's genius yeah what's drew barrymore's Wait, obsession with megan what, what's that about why is drew like dressing up as her <laughs> i don't know <laughs> I don't True. know. Oh, yeah. The clip of Allison Williams on Drew Barrymore. Well, can we just talk about the, the Drew Barrymore of it all? Is I've I've I was on the show once and she was sitting behind a table, so she couldn't she didn't have the opportunity to do this. That woman will get up out of her chair, crawl over to her guest, get right up in their face. <laughs> it happens like, a lot. Yeah, it's yeah. wild. She <laughs> is. It's she is everywhere. She is on the ground like she is and and with that and when she dressed up as megan and got really 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 close to allison i was like at what point are you just like (laughs) when does it start and end (laughs) right yeah and she had the i think her contact was like sliding off (laughs) i was fucked yes yes yeah wait What's Allison like? We're being so stupid. Yeah, tell us. She's the best. We're gay men. I love it. No, I love <laughs> Allison. Uh, the thing about Allison is she's so smart. And so that part, that I think that's why she works so well in that part. Because she's like, she mm-hmm. is like an Ivy League, like A++. She's robotics like, girl. She's the real deal. Genius. She's a robotics queen. She's a robotics genius. Exactly. Well, Allison Williams is a robotics genius. That's roller culture number 44. <laughs> Allison, Allison Williams, Williams is a robotics, robotics genius. genius. <laughs> what I love about her is like she is so self-aware about the Allison Williams thing that literally, even the character being named Megan, when Allison's little chicken, <laughs> there's some scenes in the movie where intrinsically the energy is just like, Megan, stop. <laughs> stop now yeah yeah We're not doing you're right this. megan off yeah. yeah yeah it is so brilliant it's just called megan it's it's such a <laughs> it's such a normal name on some level 
yeah no but allison was really sweet she really was she was just so kind to me and i i think my favorite thing was that she found me funny and i found her really funny and i was like allison williams is so funny don't we love that that is the highest compliment but no how could she not oh thank you yeah you really are a fucking icon boo thank you so much you guys are obviously stars of stage and screen no 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 no. but it's an event anytime something goes up it's an event in the group chat for us oh no it really is where someone's like oh tj mac wife is back does she have a name wife is back she doesn't have a name you guys can name her if you want no 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 absolutely not Mm, i'm saying so many names in my head right now and nothing feels right is her name rita rita i I almost said roberta wait and that's so funny that you said rita because i was living in roberta land roberta land wait brian you were gonna say something I said Jessica, but I'm wrong. I'm wrong. How can you I think be Rita wrong? Are good. You are the creator. <laughs> are you just going into like a flow state when you do that? Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> and I need to be doing it more because I'm here. You know, I'm very consumed by, you know, we're writing this TV show right now for FX. It's mm-hmm. very exciting and amazing. But it, um, you know, speaking of posting, as you guys were, I am like, I'm not posting enough. You know? the pressure to post i know it's the disease but it's like i i love posting but for me it comes out of like really sitting in your apartment and scrolling for hours and like you're eating like chicken alfredo and then you Mm. just like (laughs) make a video in like the laziest space you know it's like it's like actually to me it's like the closest thing i can conceive of to inspired work because it's like it's something I'm doing because I want to mm-hmm. write when I want to. Yes. And then posting it right away, which is like, I often think like, oh, if I would put more planning or energy into these videos, they would maybe do better or I could get more numbers or something. But I'm just like, I don't know. It's like the only way I know how to do it is just off the cuff, you know? No, mm-hmm. but that's perfect because of course it's the most inspired thing because it's you in your like, day-to-day life and your slices of life or whatever that you're like i'm gonna post something i know that sounds like sort of reductive but that's how it feels to me no no that's what it is exactly there's a new sparkling water beverage from the makers of bubbly bubbly bursts refreshing bubbles colorful bottles and playful smiles galore bubbly comes in a variety of six fun flavors that taste incredible and with no added sugar and low calories there's a lot to smile about each sip adds a burst of fun to your day i don't know about you matt but it's my perfect beverage for catching up on all my favorite shows with Yes, baby girl. And the resealable bottles makes them easy to take them on the go. Bubbly Burst has antioxidant and immune support, too, keeping us feeling great all day long. Hey, try new Bubbly Burst. When it comes to travel, we all have that happy place. Whether it's the beach, ski slopes, couples getaway, or even a visit to that best friend you haven't seen in way too long, Matt. And Priceline wants to get you there for a happy price so you never have to miss a trip. Now, we all know we love to vacation together. We have various happy places. We love to go to Orlando, Florida. We love to go to Las Vegas, Nevada. We love to go to a beach anywhere. We love to go to Europe. But when we have truly traveled the world globally and domestically. 
my happy place is with my sister and any of those locations he just listed. And now, thanks to Priceline's VIP family feature, you can go to your happy place more often while earning deals up to five times faster with a group. When one person from the squad travels, everyone gets more deals and you can even choose your own crew. It doesn't have to be your actual family. It could be your neighbor, your roommate, your mailman, anyone. The more you travel, the more you save. For me, I'm choosing Matt Rogers. I'm choosing producer Becca. Yes. We're all going together, the Lost Cult family. So download the Priceline app today to save up to 60% off select hotels and go to your happy place with Priceline. From original art and diplomas to ticket stubs and the keys to your first home, we all have mementos we'd love to put on display. FrameBridge is the easy and affordable way to custom frame just about anything. With fair upfront pricing based on the size of your item and fast, free shipping. Plus, your happiness is guaranteed. See why FrameBridge has been trusted to frame over 2 million pieces. Visit FrameBridge.com or a local FrameBridge store to get started. That's FrameBridge.com. I demand to know the answer to the question that is sort of the centerpiece of Lost Culture is this. I demand. So, Brian Jordan Alvarez, what was the culture that made you say culture was for you? Because we're talking sort of about how you create, and quite frankly, post-culture. And we want to know, what made her her? Well, this question to me, what this question means to me... Yeah, like um, dissect it. Well, no, the, what, I mean, what comes to mind for me is Almodovar movies, but I don't know if that's a satisfying answer. Have oh, you guys ever seen it. that's a great answer. Yeah. Have you guys ever seen All About My Mother, the one that won the Oscar yes. in ninety nine? Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. It's so good. To me that Incredible. movie I, I watched it like maybe a hundred times. I've also watched Prometheus like two hundred times or something. Which I think a lot of people hate Prometheus. Are you guys wait, have wait, you guys wait. seen Prometheus? Like Prometheus the alien movie. I find that movie, <laughs> first of all I find that movie very gay. It's like very it, you know, I was of, just gonna say it has this really perfect aesthetic and David the robot is very sort of Yeah. I don't know, maybe gay coded or something. Fastbender is gay coded and he's that. definitely serving one way or another. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> and also yeah. any movie where Charlize Theron sort of gets like crushed by a big rock. <laughs> yeah, is she's be giving like culture. a real Madonna energy in that movie. She's like really an all powerful, all powerful being. Yeah, that movie is such gay culture. That, but that's so yeah. funny that you bring that up because I remember thinking it's really cult. It's really oh, cult. <laughs> it's um, it's a cult film. It's a cult classic. Yeah, like Megan. I will never forget like when that movie, the trailer for that came out. It was a very rat race because I was like, I know <laughs> I'm gonna see that and absolutely love that, and nothing about that genre of movie is my thing. Like, I don't like to be scared. I do not like science fiction. I don't like to be grossed out. I don't like aliens. I would rather not even talk about whether or not they exist. Like, the UFOs of it all, like, I don't want to participate in that conversation. You don't even like Like, talking about whether or not they exist. No, and I'm actually upset right now. I don't even want to talk (laughs) about it. But when I saw that movie, and I saw Charlize Theron in that movie, and what's her name? Numi Rapage? Um, I was like, I know I have to participate in this culture. And I remember going with, like, people in in college, I think, and going to the Union Square Regal and watching Prometheus. And it was a tough sit because it is, it's scary. It's weird. It's fucked up. Yeah. But you had to go because ultimately Charlize Theron was there sort of like (laughs) serving Madonna and getting crushed by a rock. (laughs) And I'm not going to not sit for that. I'm seated for that. And she has like shockingly perfect hair the whole movie. And like sometimes they're like (laughs) ponytail. 
Like you can't, you you gotta get to the theater for that. Wait, those are great answers. That this is where we caught on your answer. Like, what was the culture that made me say culture was for me? Is (laughs) yeah, Prometheus, man. You gave us all about my mother, and we're like, oh, but let's skip. (laughs) Let's let's. All about my mother is incredible. It is all about my mother is incredible. Yeah, todo sobre mi madre is. It's so good. Penelope Cruz in it. She's like twenty three or something. She's like (laughs) yeah. She looks like an eight. You're like, is this an angel is this person real you know yeah and her acting is of all of the acting in that movie and just like the rich colors and like there's there's something Almodovar does too where the acting is extremely fully good like it's at the highest level but it's also it's also sort of going melodrama but you're buying it fully It's it's an interesting line to ride because you're never like oh this is feeling fake or cheesy instead you're just like Oh, this is like acting times 10, you know, which is so delicious to watch. Mm-hmm. Delicious. Delicious. Because even like the mother-son relationship in the beginning is so convincing that like... Yeah, when he, yeah. And then like the way he dies is so... Sorry, spoiler. Like he gets hit by a car or something? That's like 10 minutes in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think that's a big spoiler. But it's like the way he dies is so melodramatic because he like, he's like chasing after an actress. He's, he was gay, right? That son? He had to have been. He was like standing an actress. That is a great question. Maybe he is. Yeah. I don't know. Oh, yeah. He's obsessed with a the theater actress. With a the theater yeah. actress. Yeah, yeah, I've yeah, never yeah. picked um, up on that. Yeah. Yeah. Whoa, yeah I've yeah. seen the movie so many times. You're so right. Well, those are the gayest movies of all time. Like, even talk to her. Yeah. yeah, so yeah. Like, it, did you watch Parallel Mothers? You watch Parallel Mothers. I mean, Parallel I Mothers. Seen Parallel I didn't, Mothers. I didn't, I didn't see it. I didn't see it. No. no, neither of us. Both did. of yeah. you gay men need We're, to get real. I know. Wait, who is in Parallel? Is it is Penelope it Penelope Blue? One? Yeah, Penelope. Wait, what's the one with Antonio Banderas that was right before that? Oh, 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 oh. That was um the one where he plays like the the fucked up doctor, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the human voice. I've, oh no! Oh, you're thinking of the skin I live. Yes, in. the the skin I live in. That's what I was. Skin thinking. I live in. Oh yeah, yeah. There no, there's one where he plays a director just now that that was right before, but the. What's the one that you were talking about that just came out? Oh, Parallel Mothers. Well, Parallel Mothers. This is just, I mean, it's very clearly to me, like, one of the best performances that she has ever given, which is, like, Mm. saying something because she is so unbelievably good. Like, and, like, she's... She gets lost in the conversation, but I remember she got like, nominated, didn't like she? When she got the Oscar nomination for Pat, yes, she did, and I think she she very came very close to winning because Wait, there for was what? like for what for Parallel Mothers. Parallel Mothers. You have to see this movie if you oh, love Almodovar. Like you must see this movie. It is really really good. And what I love about his movies too is like 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 you were saying, like the colors, the melodrama, the music. It is really for us <laughs> like in a way yeah that, like, oh yeah yeah exactly yeah. yeah it's deeply gay it's like deeply gay oh yeah yeah, yeah no but i sure, love melodrama sure. it's like it's talking to like um soap opera in a way that's like exactly but in an exactly. artistic way i mean i i absolutely it's like it. if soap operas had the time that film has to light and to write and because so much of the soap opera aesthetic is just <laughs> it's the lighting it like that day it's the lighting of the camera it's because they have to do the it in lighting. a day or don't they do multiple I know. episodes in a day or something oh yeah soap actors work hard that is like and so they really do they really work i hard. mean yeah. did you, uh, uh, passions did you wait have we talked about passions on this podcast Matt? you were a little passions gay i was a passions that gay. was when we were kids right yeah that was when we were kids yeah, yeah i had a friend who watched it she was always telling me to watch it when i was in elementary <laughs> school there were witches. There were little like do- yeah. dolls that came to life. It was a yes. crazy motherfucking show. Wow. 
You are the passion burning inside of me. That's theme song. Sorry. <laughs> well, that's beautiful. The soaps have been Thank stripped you. down. There's like one. There's only one soap left now. That's why we have Real Housewives now, is it's filled the space. It's like the new soap opera of our generation. Oh, right. And I mean, that's literally what Andy Cohen says anyway. He's like, you know, I think that the reason why this is such a popular uh, thing is because it actually fills a space in the culture that no longer exists with media. Yeah, soap yeah, yeah. operas being gone. I remember when I was that's little, so my mom true. was like, my mom was like a lifelong diehard All My Children fan. Mm. And Bowen and I have talked about this. Mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. that being on always i remember i even got so into it as a kid because the storytelling was so slow like i remember mm. they would start an episode <laughs> on a monday the the way that like the episodes were structured was like they'd have like a two person scene and then you'd return to it like four different times in an episode and by friday they were ending that conversation it was like it was like you essentially were watching two people have a conversation for a week so that literally like people that were at home watching it could be doing everything else in the world. Right, right. But right. they like really actively watching in. the show. Yeah. And in fact, that I think is why, if I really boil it down, why I like the housewives is because it's the same thing. The it's hard to miss anything to yeah, you can always sort of cue back in to what's going on. Yes, yeah. everything yeah. is five episodes longer than it needs to be. I mean, it's like Real Housewives of Beverly Hills is like Dorit being like, I think I might bring something up to Garcelle. And then three episodes later, <laughs> yeah. she's like, I, I brought it up. And then like, and now I'm going to take two episodes to think about how I feel about it. Wait, do you guys watch Selling Sunset? Did you get into that? Not the new season. Didn't the new one just come out? It was good. Did a brand new one just come out? No, I don't think yet. I mean, one came out maybe a few months ago. Oh, okay, okay. I have not seen the most recent one. It's so good. My thing with Selling Sunset is I don't think there's been a new season yet without Christine, and now she's not on the show. Christine Quinn is not on the show anymore, and I'm kind of like, okay, what will that... Wait, be? did she quit? She's gone. She's gone. She's yeah. gone. Wait, but they, and they haven't... They filmed a season without her, but they haven't aired it yet or something? Is that the most? I think so. Wow. Okay, so what's the most recent season that we've all seen... The one where Chriselle is dating one of yeah one of yeah that is yes. the most recent season. okay th- th- then I'm yeah. caught up okay 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 yeah yeah my thing with selling sunset Brian is that I'm convinced that all of those people get a list of words at the beginning of each season <laughs> you're like you can only say these words these words like their sentences yeah, yeah, are yeah. so like simple everything they say <laughs> is like, a, a second grader can understand like it's incredible that's how the hills was too that's why it's so intoxicating yeah. Absolutely. And if they only have a hundred words, they can say for two of the words to be these two words, escrow and Davina. It's it's the world I want to live in going forward. You know what I mean? Like that's the conversation I want to have. I don't want to have the UFO conversation. I want to have conversations about (laughs) escrow and Davina. And actually someone that I know saw Davina out in life the other day. And it was like, someone told me they saw Gwyneth Paltrow. I was like, where? Yeah. Like that's that's how I get about like these like housewives and reality stars. It's just like you yeah. can't tell me they're not the number one. And I'll say this, Chriselle, she is all of us. Yeah. <laughs> is all wow. of us. She is all of us. And I'm gonna be the first yeah. to say it. I'm a gay man yeah. that saw Adele cried, and I'm saying that Chriselle Staus is all of us. <laughs> And you can go upstate to feel good. She came from from a small soaps. town or something, right? Oh, and, and also she was a soap yeah. actress. She came out of soaps. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's rule of culture number seventy. Chriselle came out of soaps. Of soaps. 
this is such a profound and definitely accurate theory that that reality tv has is what has replaced soaps mm-hmm. and it's also just the the extremely beautiful women it's just like yeah. like on selling yeah. sunset they look they look so incredible i i'm like <laughs> i can't believe it and also I'm I'm just always like, did they sell one house this whole season? No, that's the really crazy thing. Did they sell a house at all in the most recent season? I don't think they've ever sold a house. <laughs> I don't trust. <laughs> I think Chriselle, like people were talking about Chriselle in the last couple of months because it did come out that she has only sold six houses the entire time she's been on the show or something oh, like that okay, okay. also not really. no, but those are major houses it's not good is it not maybe yeah but if each commission is 300 grand and she's selling one everyone's yeah home, she's okay and she's getting paid for the show too but i feel like there are, there are other people at oppenheim who like do sell like six a quarter like you know 10 a year or something Whoa. like I'm, I'm making that up maybe but I, i'm now remembering two other words that they're allowed to say which is um maya our friend studio always does an impression of maya and her impression of maya is just jason the listing <laughs> jason the listing the listing jason jason maya moved back to miami or something i'm so sad she like moved away and now she's not going to be on the show why Wait, would you do that i don't know I don't know. She's leaving a massive career. People are moving to Miami. Florida is a growing <laughs> No, that I understand. That I is really understand the moving. I was in Miami recently. I was like, this is like a drug. I bet you go off in Miami, huh? I mean, no, I, I haven't been there that much. I, but I was just on South Beach and I was like, it, it's mm-hmm. like, because also I'm coming from LA where they're like, let's go to the beach. And then you like sit, you're like on a beach that's like a mile deep and the wind is like blasting you and it's like 65. And then they're like, let's get in the water. And it's literally what, like, 40 no. degrees. Like the Pacific is ice cold yeah, year no. round. And then you go to Miami and it's like small, cute, beautiful beaches, palm trees, warm water. And let's just say it here right now. Water so clear you could see to the bottom. $100,000 cars. Everybody <laughs> got them. Everybody got them. And I know that yeah. we don't celebrate Will Smith. But he had a point when he said that. He did. Party in the he city did. where the heat is on. All night on the <laughs> beach to the break of dawn. Like, yeah. what? That, that song was formative for me, for sure. Remember when Will Smith's music was just huge? <laughs> oh I remember God. that album. Was that Millennium? Mm-hmm. Is that what it's called? Yeah. It was Millennium. I think that was the only big one. There, is there another one that I'm missing? That's the one that I, I like go back to. No, you're forgetting just the two of us. And you're also forgetting. Uh, first I of know all, all the worst of that song. There yeah. was never a song that was more important to dance contests and dance routines that children would make than Wild Wild West by Will Smith. Yeah. Whenever <laughs> I get to, I'd get together with all my girls, I'm talking about Megan. I'm talking about Carly. I'm talking about my sister, Chelsea. I'm talking about these are the girls I would get together with. And we would put on Wild Wild West and there would be a choreo moment. And you know, this move would be somehow in it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) which i'm sort of doing the lasso that would we're doing the lasso oh yeah and also there's the moment where they go like (laughs) one two three and there's like a gunshot like certainly a lot of hip action there like so much opportunity will smith was huge for the dance contest cousin (laughs) community huge wait were you in the (laughs) The dance contest or just your relatives constantly Constantly. oh you were constantly dancing you know what i've never shared 
Bowen, I don't think I've ever told you this. Oh my God. But I became actually very famous at uh, a lake resort that my parents, not even a lake resort. It was like, it was called Woodlock Pines. It was dangerously close to upstate New York. It was in Pennsylvania. <laughs> it's sort of like for very like middle-class people, like you went like, really entertaining, fun activities for the kids. You'd go for a week and you'd go with other families and they had a dance contest like as one of the activities. And I... This sounds like the plot of Dirty Dancing a little bit. It's really similar to Dirty Dancing, especially because what ended up happening was I, with my friends Christina and Megan, we choreographed a dance to Larger Than Life by the Backstreet Boys. And we yeah. became celebrities. So we called ourselves um, <laughs> MCM, Matt, Christina, Megan. Wow. And name Megan is really getting thrown around today, but it, it's powerful. <laughs> um, and there's an energy around it. But I remember we were MCM yes. and I was, of course, the boy. So I was like in the middle. This is like, you know, yeah. boy band time. So my hair was like looking ridiculous. And like, I'm telling you, it had to look so gay too. It had to be so gay. But my yeah. parents and our family, like friends, were just so in support because what they saw happen was a cultural reset at this lake yeah. place. And it was it was a moment, Bowen. I've never told you that. It changed America. It changed America. And I can't believe I'm learning more things about you. I have a question for both <laughs> of you. Well, I have a question for Matt, which is, would you say that is like one of your first moments of notoriety? Maybe not fame, but like where people like looked at you. Well, was that the first taste, Matt? That's when you knew I have to have more of this. You want to know what it was? It was 2002. It was the same summer that American Idol was coming out. And I think I had been like, I think my dick had probably moved for a boy. You know what I mean? And I was like, I was getting the sense that something was different. And I was just like, hmm, maybe, uh, maybe I'm a star. Hmm. Hmm." I think one possibility for my life is I could be a star, actually. I was like, I think think I'm interested in this possibility that I'm actually a star. The way that everyone's treating me to that makes you larger than life. Now, which, by the way, now when I hear it is a trigger. (laughs) Of course. But that was a moment for you. One of the first tastes. A hundred percent. Yes. And I would imagine that we all as little gay boys have had that. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. The first time a crowd like falls for you. I think I was four. I sang Kokomo like at a talent show and everyone (laughs) thought it was incredible. And I was like, I am going to be a performer (laughs) for the rest of my life. (laughs) This attention is what I need from this day on. Wow. That is beautiful. What was yours, Bowen? Mine was like a Christian youth group camp Mm -hmm. with like all of literally the coolest Asian people in Denver. And we went up to the mountains and it was skit night. Skit night. (laughs) For some reason, someone, someone, someone wrote into something into a skit that, you know, was a, took place in the modern day. (laughs) I don't remember if it was my idea or someone else's idea. It was me. It was me. I walked out. It was a restaurant. And then I walked out as a waiter as Austin Powers. And I did an Mm -hmm. Austin Powers impression. And I just, I said like, yeah, baby. I think I even said, I didn't say horny, (laughs) but I said like, do I make you Randy, baby? And that was like... (laughs) It destroyed. It destroyed. And I and like if I had said horny, it would have been too scandalous. But it was like a bunch of 13-year-olds who fucking flipped out that I did Austin Powers so well. And then I was like a, a king the rest of that trip. Wow. Yeah. It launched you. I, I can see it so clearly in my mind's eye, you as a 
baby saying, do I make you horny, baby? And like going for it. And I, I'm, I'm telling you, you should bring that on to Saturday Night Live. You should do Austin Powers yes. on Saturday Night Live. Yeah, that yeah I will. That's I, will. A, I think Austin Powers would be a really good character for you. That, <laughs> I agree. Definitely. You know what's definitely. funny though is if you if you go watch those well I don't know if you go watch like a video of them but I feel like if we saw you doing that Bowen or you doing that Matt it would still hit because oh, when the no crowd question. knows something is good no they're not kidding they're like no. wait that's fucking funny you know no, what 100%. I mean yeah yeah well, uh, can I say something I'm you're being disrespectful it wasn't funny it was really good dancing I was, it was really good <laughs> I yeah, yeah, yeah. Being disrespectful yes, yes. you know what I mean like you said you think it was funny <laughs> Honestly, though, well, I wish and I don't wish this, but it wouldn't it be wonderful to have had it documented and how stupid that it wasn't like, come on, parents, where was Richie and Trina <laughs> with the goddamn camera? Like, get with the get this. because oh, I will say I there's nothing more humiliating than like and this has happened to me recently as well. Not recently, but it's happened to me in my life where like they dig up like the old videos uh-huh. from way back and it's just you earnestly performing. Or singing. Mm. There's oh. a video of me singing Ain't No Mountain High Enough. <laughs> mm. I want but I bet it's and if it ever came out, I'd be ruined. It's it's not, Brian. Yeah, I bet it's really good. No. There's a new sparkling water beverage from the makers of Bubbly, Bubbly Burst. Refreshing bubbles, colorful bottles, and playful smiles galore. Bubbly comes in a variety of six fun flavors that taste incredible, and with no added sugar and low calories, there's a lot to smile about. Each sip adds a burst of fun to your day. I don't know about you, Matt, but it's my perfect beverage for catching up on all my favorite shows with. Yes, baby girl. And the resealable bottles makes them easy to take them on the go. Bubbly Burst has antioxidant and immune support, too, keeping us feeling great all day long. Hey, try new Bubbly Burst. Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia Agnello, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with Hacks writer and actor Pat Regan, on how their improv experience helped them when shooting scenes and what it was like writing scripts for specific actors. You'll also hear from crew members like the costume designers on what it was like creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Hear stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and more. Watch Hacks streaming exclusively on Max and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. Well, spring is in full bloom. Are your finances blooming too? With the Chime Secured Credit Builder Visa credit card, it's easy to start building credit with everyday purchases and regular on-time payments with no annual fees or interest. And if your credit scores grow, so could your opportunities for lower rates on loans, like for a car or a home. You know what I love about the Chime Credit Builder Visa credit card? What? There are no annual fees, interest, or credit checks to apply. Yes! You can use it everywhere Visa credit cards are accepted. Take back your finances. Build credit using your own money. Yeah. Did you know that with Chime Credit Builder that you can get paid up to two days early with direct deposit? I did. You can also overdraft up to $200 without fees with SpotMe when you set up a qualifying direct deposit. Just set up a qualifying direct deposit, sign up for SpotMe, and Chime will spot you up to your limit when you make a credit card purchase or cash withdrawal that exceeds your balance. With Chime's secure credit card, you can start improving your credit scores right away. Get started today at Chime.com forward slash culturistas. That's Chime.com forward slash culturistas. Chime. 
Feels like progress. The Chime Credit Builder Visa credit card is issued by the Bancorp Bank N.A. or Stride Bank N.A. members FDIC. Spot me eligibility requirements and overdraft limits apply. Out-of-network ATM withdrawal and OTC advance fees may apply. Terms and conditions apply. Go to Chime.com slash disclosures for details. Wait, Brian, where did you grow up? I grew up in the super rural Tennessee. Oh, Tennessee. That's right. That's mm-hmm. right. Yeah, oh, my gosh. Tennessee. Where did you guys grow up? You're Long Island, Matt? I am, yeah. And you go Colorado. Oh wow! Yeah. Wait, where in yeah. Colorado? Aurora, where okay, there have been many shootings. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that <laughs> is that close to Glenwood Springs? Have you ever been there? Um, it is not. Hold on, let me. I got to do a quick Google. <laughs> let's find it out. It is. Let's find out. No, Glenwood Springs is yes. It is up in the mountains. Um, it's past Aspen. Um, west. Mm. If you if you were to dr- keep driving west uh, to Utah, that's I love where it Colorado. is. Colorado. I, I hear parts of Colorado are like hot. I, I, yeah, I was in Denver. I've been in Denver a couple of times recently. Wait, but there's also this thing when you go to De- have have you spent time in Denver, Bowen? Yeah, yeah. It, Aurora is like is like a suburb of Denver, but yes, yes. yes. Oh, 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 okay. Um, th- there's this thing when you go to Denver and you're like, I'm gonna go skiing. And then you like, you know, book a spot at Breckenridge or something, right? One of the ski yeah. resorts. And then you do that drive in and it is the the, Scariest. the most bumper to bumper traffic for like eight hours. Oh yeah. It's uh-huh. it, it gets uh-huh. so clogged up that you're like, oh, I should have just stayed in the small town. Like it's it's not it's not so accessible to get in and out of the ski resorts. No. Do we think we can do anything about that? Or um, I, yeah. I think I think there are flights, direct flights, <laughs> not direct flights, but you can connect in from Denver to Breckenridge. Or, I mean, the Aspen Wait, is an oh, airport. you can fly into these I think there's, there's a very small, tiny, tiny oh, plane. I would do that. Listen, people have done it. People do it all the time there. Bone be skiing. Yeah. But we didn't go until, like, we just couldn't afford it until, like, I was in college. And then I didn't start mm-hmm. until then. Are you good at skiing now? I'm okay at it. You're a skier? Yeah, I'm okay at it. I'm, I'm, I would say I'm intermediate. Like if I get on a black diamond, I could figure. I can shut up. I, I just skied. I skied in the. No, no, no. But I would not be good. No, no, no. I. I know yeah. what you're saying. I know exactly what you mean. You yeah. so you actually can navigate a black diamond. Like you can really do that. To me, <laughs> to me, that's like very poorly. Uh, okay. No, like, I mean I would not. I wouldn't die, but I would go down in a way that most people would think was funny, and people would also be like, "Get out of my way!" I think. Same. But I was just in the the French. French? No, the huh? Swiss Alps, actually. Uh, and I did okay. I did ski over by the Matterhorn, and it was really cool. Oh, wow. But I, I got on a slope. I got on a slope that was way too intense. And I was I was sort of stopped on it. I was saying to this guy, like, should I do this or should I walk back up? And he was like, You're in it now, go for it. And so I I did, oh. and I was like, Oh my God, look, I'm doing it. And then I did like hit something <laughs> and took a really intense tumble and like landed flat. Damn. But I was wearing a helmet. It was yeah, yeah, yeah. Gotta gear up. It was really cool. It was like it, the the mountains are so high that you're you're actually skiing above the clouds. Like you're on these mountains and you see the clouds like down below because you're so high up. In the- Wait, that's incredible! Wow. I, I think like skiing as a concept appeals to me, but it, I really feel like it's kind of like if you decided now like to pick up a guitar and learn it, it's like, I, I don't think I could. Yeah. It's, like, it's like when you try to learn a new language, but you're too old or something like it, it's something that I just missed the boat on it. And it's like that with skiing. It's like that. With, You've like, never done it once, man. I've never, ever once. I actually disagree. And I, I think you could pick it. I up. think you could you pick, pick it up. up. 
I really do. It's easier than snowboarding to learn. Yes. Which which is really weird to me. Like that does not compute in my brain that like skiing would be easier than snowboarding. But then I guess I guess it makes sense. But also it was funny too because when I was a little kid, like all the video games I would play were all like intense, like the snowboarding video games. Like, do you remember like SSX Tricky? I I used to love that shit. Wow. You had the hots for Simon. You always talk about Simon. Oh my God. Yes, I did have the hots for Simon. Like that thing, that very, very visceral thing of really wanting to fuck a video game character. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. And that happens. Yeah. I, I've had that a lot in my life. I mean, yeah, a lot of them were, were beautiful professional athletes turned into video game characters. Was this a real, this was a real person or no, he was just a video game character? He was, com- he was computer animated and a playable <laughs> character in a snowboarding video game. And I I don't remember uh, who voiced him, but I do remember that one of the characters was voiced by Macy Gray. Wow. Yeah. Oh my God. I remember thinking that was so fucking cool. Like that Macy Gray <laughs> went into the booth and like, she that literally- Macy Gray song was so big when we were growing up. That was <laughs> oh, that song dominate. Dominated. It was such a good song. It's, it is such a good song. Anytime it mm-hmm. came on the radio, you would freak. I know. Sometimes I look back and I'm just like, things would take over in such a massive way that it's like, what takes over like that? And everything moves like it feels like a little bit faster now, you know? Like when when All Star by Smash Mouth was out, oh, it was yeah. like you would hear it a hundred times a day for like a year and a half or something. Yeah. It was like yeah. so crazy. Longer than that, it seems. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was like a decades long affair. That song was culture. Yeah. But I think it's especially meaningful now if something really hits because it, it's people yeah. really making a choice to go and then like see it, hear it, engage with it. So I feel yeah. like, not to bring it back to Megan, but like Megan like was a really special thing, I think, for like these yeah. times where it's like, oh, everyone's talking about the this one thing at the same yeah. time and that never happens yeah. anymore i agree that was that was part of what was so cool about it, it was like oh my, it, it sort mm-hmm. of felt like the movies are back it was like whoa people are going mm-hmm. to the theater over and over again to see this movie and it just yeah I, it's such a good movie it's so it's, really it's so fun. like self-aware it's so like well it knows its own joke but then it also just has a really good plot and i think what was so cool about megan too was like everybody Everybody was obsessed with the ad campaign and it was it was really well mm-hmm. done. But then I think everybody expected the movie to be bad. And then the fact that the right. movie was just super entertaining and well made and I, I think it, it was just a shock to people that it was like a really great movie, you know. And yep. so it was sort yep. of a one two hit. But you're right, it was it was cool because it was like, oh, I don't remember the last time there's been sort of a cultural moment, you know, around a movie like this. It was cool. Yeah. Well, Speaking of projects, just before we get into Adam Thinks Honey, tell us a little bit about the FX show. What can you say? Can you say? So obviously I can't share a lot, but um, <laughs> what, what I what I can say is are the facts, which is um, it is an amazing project that I'm extremely excited about with FX. We shot the pilot already, mm. and um, now we are in the process of writing some more of it. And it's all very exciting and it's all looking really great. FX has been great to work with. The cast is awesome. And um, and that, I believe, is is all I should say right now. But yeah, it's really cool and exciting. And it's what I'm here in New York working on. So it's like, it's been such a dream come true. And like I was saying, before I got tired of the city a little bit, it's so cool to be like brought to New York. You know, it, it feels very fancy. Very chic. You know, because New York, New York, when you're like, I like I struggle. I was a young struggling actor in LA in a way that I 
I do not envy people that had to do that in New York. I, I feel like it's easier to do that in LA, but, but coming to New York with a job and, you know, is, is like, um, just feels very like, Oh my God, I'm just, you get sort of dropped into being this, this cool city person, except I don't, you know, know where any of the parks are. And I don't really know what upstate is, but I'm telling you, <laughs> you never have to go to central park. Oh my God. <laughs> what is this campaign? I love that, that you're sort of the rep for like anti-central park sentiment look you went out to upstate new york and you got nature and you're fine okay you figured yeah. it out. <laughs> no but that because that's the other thing it's like central park is so big and beautiful but it also it's like actually in the center of so there's like city on all sides so <laughs> it's I'm like, annoying I'm, I'm looking i'm looking for fresh air and if there's city all around <laughs> it how how fresh can the air be i i don't know oh. maybe the, maybe the air is when you different. actually find out just how fake the park is like the central park is so <laughs> fake like those <laughs> rocks are fake they, like none of it's real you know what i'm saying it's like it's so fake there's this park in atlanta piedmont park that is also very beautiful and it was designed by the same guy who designed central park and I remember somebody telling me that. Oh, Piedmont was Olmsted? Wow. Frederick Law Olmsted or something. Right. right. But that, when somebody told me that, that was the first time I realized that parks are even designed because oh, I was yeah. so They're bought so into the fact that they were, I thought I was just like in the forest when no. I was park. But it's no. like, it was not even once out. forest. It's fake. And it's, they put it together. What was it before? It used to be skyscrapers. <laughs> it was naturally occurring skyscrapers. No. They yeah. took them down. I think it was literally like grassland. I, I think that. I don't think it's as fake as Matt is saying. But no, <laughs> but no, Brian, you should go to Prospect. Is Prospect Park in Brooklyn? Prospect Park is in Brooklyn. That's that's another Olmstead Park. Like really beautiful. Okay. And you love Fort Greene, you love McCarran, a lot of fun, cute, beautiful people go. Mm. I don't know. What how how long are you gonna be in the city for? I'm here for quite a while. I'm here until the end of April, so like another month and a and a week. Okay, great. It'll warm up. It'll be it'll be great. Um, that's so cool though because I feel like people obviously know you as an amazing performer, but I feel like you wrote Caleb Gallo, right? Yeah, obviously. Yeah. It's yeah, so yeah. well written. Thank you so much. Yeah. Singular, singular, honey. Yeah, I know, and it's 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 interesting doing that in a in yeah, official sort of capacity. more traditional. Yeah, in an official mm -hmm. capacity. Yeah. But it's been really, I, I, there's this uh, great guy working on the show with us, Paul Sims, who's such a genius. And he, he did Atlanta with Donald Glover and he yeah. does what we do in the shadows. And he's such a, he's such a wonderful guide for sort of the parts of it that are new to me. And he's been, he's been such a blessing. It's really great. Well, good for you and good for us. And the writers in the writer's room are so great and everyone is so great. <laughs> yeah. I can tell it's going to be fucking great. You deserve it. I, I honestly like. If there's anyone who deserves it, it's you. We're proud of you. We're happy for Thank you. Thank you so much. There's a new sparkling water beverage from the makers of Bubbly, Bubbly Burst. Refreshing bubbles, colorful bottles, and playful smiles galore. Bubbly comes in a variety of six fun flavors that taste incredible, and with no added sugar and low calories, there's a lot to smile about. Each sip adds a burst of fun to your day. I don't know about you, Matt, but it's my perfect beverage for catching up on all my favorite shows with. Yes, baby girl. And the resealable bottles makes them easy to take them on the go. Bubbly Burst has antioxidant and immune support, too, keeping us feeling great all day long. Hey, try new Bubbly Burst.
Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia and Yellow, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with Hacks writer and actor Pat Regan, on how their improv experience helped them when shooting scenes and what it was like writing scripts for specific actors. You'll also hear from crew members like the costume designers on what it was like creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Hear stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and more. Watch Hacks streaming exclusively on Max and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, everybody. During the break, let's quickly talk about a couple things that are important to most people I know. Comfort and style. Crocs, classic clogs, and sandals have both covered. And when we're talking about style, we mean personal style. There's just so many colors and so many gibbets charms. You can dress up your Crocs to match your mood and to match your personality and to fit the occasion. I mean, ultimately, you can stand out from the crowd in a way that only you can because it's your personal style. And now let's talk about comfort. You know, it doesn't get better than the Crocs clogs and sandals when it comes to being comfortable. Style and comfort are usually a trade-off, but here they're a package deal. It's like you have cushions on your feet. Soft, stylish, personalized, colorful cushions. So why wait? Head over to Crocs.com today and experience the comfort and style of Crocs classic clogs and sandals for yourself. Your feet will thank you. This is the moment where we're going to segue into I Don't Think So, Honey, which is really our big segment, Bo, I would say. I'd call it the big segment. Yes, it's the big one. I'm going to I gotta get my phone. Okay, that's going to be important because the reason why Bowen needs to get his phone, this is sort of a peek behind the curtain, readers, is because we put one minute on the clock and we rail against something in culture that needs to be absolutely dragged. I feel like I have something. It's. I don't want to target a specific person at the Adele concert I'm last gonna, night, but I'm gonna. Oh, I, I'm going to. Are you, are you going to specifically target someone this week? Not someone at the, the Adele concert, but someone specifically. And I haven't done that in a while. But yeah, got it. Okay, so there, this person is going to be. Um, <clears throat> she represents something bigger. And I also just want to okay. say before I do this that I also saw another concert which I immediately texted Bowen about, which is Chapel Roan. Fucking get on board, everyone. Ooh. This girl is going to be huge, 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 huge star. Okay, now I'm ready. She's incredible. Yeah. <laughs> My Kick is Karma. L- listen to uh, that song first. My Kick is Karma is a legendary, powerful song that will be remembered and stand the test of time. Okay. This okay. is Matt Rogers. I don't think so, honey. His time starts now. I don't think so, honey. You shush people singing along at the Adele no, concert. I have news for you. You were in Las Vegas, Nevada. We're singing along. Like, I don't think so, honey, if you don't There's think no we There's no code are, of conduct. <clears throat> no, that, please. It is the Wild West in Las Vegas, Nevada, which is a rural culture, rural culture number 70. It, it is, is the Wild, Wild West, West in Las, Las Vegas, Vegas Nevada. Nevada. And that means I'm singing. Uh, you know what? Here's, here's what you have to do. At a show like Adele, let her sing the verses. 30 seconds. Let her sing the first chorus. And then the, the rest of the choruses are ours. That's right. And also iconic moments in certain verses that we all know. You know what I mean? Like, we all know, like, what we're singing along to and what we're not. No one was being disrespectful. There was one woman who sort of tossed a glance over to me and my friends. And it was, I didn't even make an issue of it because I was too in my moment, in my feelings, but don't be shushing me at the Adele concert. We're all here. We can hear her very well. You can deal with me for one second. We're having a cathartic experience. It is open sobbing season. I don't think so, honey. And that's one minute. <laughs> the openly sobbing community is also the openly singing community at Adele Weekends with Adele, Beautiful. which, by the way, I think is like um, almost over. So you can't even go, even if you wanted to go and you listen to this. You can't. You can't go. 
Wow. <laughs> but other people, it's like the whole crowd was singing along. It was a very communal, cathartic experience. <laughs> and we were, and there's just, there, there was one woman, I think, I don't even remember what song it was, but I was like, it might have even, it wasn't anything up tempo because like no one was being that ridiculous. But I think there was one ballad right. where it's just like someone maybe just jumped in or chimed in on one thing and you got a dirty look. It's like, not here. This is, this is a place of good energy. And we're supporting each other and we're actually holding hands. Do not look at me <laughs> when I sing along with Adele. It's just futile, futile and at that point. It's like, <laughs> what do you do? There's no point. And someone got in the DMs and they were like, how do we feel about everyone singing along? And like, you can't even hear her. And I didn't even respond because I was like, how do I feel about it? I'm participating. Someone DM'd it. you during the concert? <laughs> Wait, what do you mean somebody got in the DM? Somebody got in the oh, DMs. Oh, in your DMs. Oh, I, posted, okay, okay. I posted it. I thought yeah. there were like some di- like some public DMs or something. Mm-mm. I literally <laughs> was. Stage. I yeah. thought there was a Discord. I didn't, I didn't know what the DMs <laughs> No, the DMs, like, I posted, I think it was her doing, mm, I, I maybe it was hello, just because it was the first number. And I posted it and yes, uh, breaking news, everyone was singing uh, along to Hello post. by Adele. And someone said to me, how do we feel about everyone singing along? And I'm like, uh, wait, it's because there was just that thing that went viral of somebody singing. Did you guys see no. this? I think it, it was either Billie Eilish or Taylor Swift, but there's something that's going viral right now on Twitter. And I think that's why it's under oh. the lines that somebody is filming a concert and then you can hear the person right next to the person who's filming singing over it very loudly and badly. But the difference is I'm sure you were singing very well. (laughs) I I can't confirm or deny that I was just as big of a star last night as I was when I was a little kid (laughs) hitting that stage, absolutely slaying larger than life choreo. I can't confirm or deny. But the Wait, I did star. a summer camp performance to fucking what's yeah, the what one, was what's it? the other one? I want it that way or something. Oh, yeah. Back, wow. in, in that same Backstreet Boys moment. And I bet you were incredible. I bet you were incredible. Like I'm thinking about you doing that, and I'm like, I know it was stirring. <laughs> I think the difference is I think it was lip syncing. You were really singing, right? Matt? No. Dancing. Oh, you guys were also lip syncing. Oh, dancing only. Dancing. dancing only. I can't actually see this is this is a thing. Like, and I'm talking to all my girls out there who are maybe still doing dance contests and dance routines. You really have to get on the same page with your girls about like whether or not you're lip syncing the song or not. Because I think that I was sort of the stand-in for like lead singer being the boy out of the three of us. Like that right, so right, I think right, I right. may have been lip syncing, which also had to have been humiliating. And I don't think the girls were lip syncing. <laughs> I, but I can't. I can't be sure. So you sort of inadvertently turn them into your backup dancers. Yeah, I mean, like I have news for them. I, <laughs> I have news for them. Wait, can we talk about quickly how Backstreet Boys really gave us like just a small enough trap door for like closeted boys in that mm-hmm. time to like right. do so something. True. We, we're able to channel something a little bit, a little gay, but palatable and appealing enough to like everybody. <laughs> you are hitting on something so deep. That, exactly. We have to be thankful for the Backstreet Boys. We really do. You have like a good detective nose for these sort of gay. No <laughs> one has an amazing nose for gay. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't pick up on the gay son in All About My Mother. And I didn't pick up on the fact that Backstreet Boys... They really, they were offering something to us as gay kids. Well, as, as mm-hmm. soon as you said yeah, it, yeah. yeah, it was the metrosexual era. 
we forget this was was, was such a big moment which by the way is such a humiliating thing that was so widely accepted the idea of the metrosexual like how dare these people actually use their butts for sex but we love when they and we love and respect and understand that they want to do their hair like it's like that, that era of sexual shame but pride and appearance was intrinsically tied to that musical moment that ripe time in the culture in the late 90s early aughts where it was you know clay aiken ryan seacrest like men who absolutely love vagina it can't (laughs) even get into it with them they wanted they want to talk about it all night wait wait question did you do you guys think of backstreet boys as having been way bigger than in sync or do you think of them as exactly the same fame level or do you think of in sync as bigger I feel like NSYNC got bigger yes. once they hit mm. their peak. Yeah, I remember yeah, okay. Backstreet Boys coming first. By and that. I remember I remember they were like the moment. And then NSYNC was like sort of the Christina Aguilera, if you will. They really were the Christina Aguilera, the Pepsi. There's yes. always the Pepsi. Yes. There's always the Pepsi. Yes. It's real culture yes. number eight. There's, There's always, always the Pepsi. The Pepsi. <laughs> Wait, but was did Britney do the amazing Pepsi ad or, or did she do the it amazing Britney. Coke ad? And I believe Christina was Diet Coke or Coke. Like, like they so transparently like, wow. gave her the other one. Like, and wow. but it, it, this is a world where, like, so I think it was different because Backstreet Boys was first, and then Instinct came along, and then I think kind of took over. And this would be yeah. a world where Christina Aguilera had come along after Britney and taken over, which is of course a world we don't live in. Um, <laughs> Bo and Yang, are you ready to do your? I don't think so, honey. Yeah, I'm ready. Okay, well that's good. This is Bo and Yang's. I don't think so, honey. Time starts now. I don't think so, honey. Larsa Pippen, maybe <sighs> soon to be Larsa Pippen Jordan. Your behavior at the reunion for The Real Housewives of Miami is truly beyond the pale. How dare you tell Dr. Nicole that being an anesthesiologist is not a real job? Sure, like anesthesiologists get like shat on within the medical community, but like the only people you have to thank are doctors, Larsa. The only uh-huh. people you have to thank are doctors and basketball players. You yep. cannot come after this woman for like working in a hospital and then literally like fucking her career up potentially by saying that she's fucked every doctor in the hospital. Mm-hmm. And I, part of me is like, oh, the, I actually, 15. it's refreshing that Larsa is, is sort of like flipping occupational stigma on its head. Like, let's time we've given doctors some guff or something five seconds but and it, and it is revolutionary for her as an only fans foot model to like really come after her but it's not <laughs> it's not the move larsa is fully an idiot by the end of the whole reunion and that is one minute and i'm so happy you brought it up because watching larsa pippen who is famously an only fans foot model say to a medical doctor <laughs> that she actually has a real job was one of the craziest things I've ever seen. And my, <laughs> Brian, if you're going to get into a Housewives, it has to be Real Housewives of Miami. And Miami has, of course, come up on the episode prior. But they have a Real Housewives franchise in that city that is doing, as they say, what the other girls were supposed to have done. <laughs> yeah, It is high art. This reunion is unhinged. <laughs> to say nothing of Adriana's behavior, that is so crazy. To say nothing of Alexia, the it, it is... <laughs> Her saying to to Lisa Hochstein that her husband would have stayed with her if she thought she was a star. If you believed you were a star, if she your had more confidence. With, if she had more confidence, yeah, she is wild. <laughs> I said she's Teresa Judice with more words per minute, 
which is not good. <laughs> but I, I have no notes. This is the best television that is on. And I implore, just as we did several years ago, Bo, with Potomac. We, we told everyone, don't yes. sleep on Potomac. Do not be sleeping on The Real Housewives of Miami. It is high art. Brian, if you like Selling Sunset. What season should you start on? You can start on four. You can. You can start on four. But if you like Selling Sunset, you will love Miami. And okay, you can start on four because that's when they rebooted it on Peacock. So you can watch it on Peacock. Oh, okay. okay. Peacock. Yeah. Okay, We're the biggest supporters of Peacock that are out there. Like we <laughs> unironically talk about Peacock constantly. Megan is also on Peacock. By Megan is on Peacock. That's not a mistake. And you know what else is on Peacock? Tar. Tar? Yes, hon. Tar is streaming now. Because nothing says Peacock like Lydia Tar. <laughs> I will say it's rule of culture number one. Tar, tar is, is streaming, streaming now, now on, Peacock. on Peacock. Thank you, Donna Langley, head of head of Universal. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> you you guys don't know the people that run that Lydia Tar Twitter account, do you? It's so no, funny. but I want to find them so I can vote for them for president of the United States. No, it's very funny. She's always tweeting shit like looking for looking for a new young female assistant, like looking yeah. to help someone <laughs> who's new to the industry. <laughs> Lydia Tar is such an icon. She's an icon. I did think she was real the whole movie. I, I know everyone had well, confusion this about this. I know. I was I was in the same club. It's something mm -hmm. about how specific the movie is yep. where you go, oh, well, this is probably a somewhat fictionalized, but I bet this is really based on somebody real, which maybe is kind of true, but it's there's parts of the movie where you're like, wait, this has to be historical. This has to be a person. It's just not. <laughs> I love how she drives that cream-colored Porsche around Berlin. And it's yeah. the way Kate performs it. Yeah, it's it. the way Kate... Right, the way Kate performs it makes <laughs> you think it's a biopic, basically. Yeah. It's, giving, it's, it's giving biopic acting. Yeah, It Absolutely. will always... Lydia Tarr, you will always be famous. And you will always be real. You will always you be real. You will always be real. And you, you will always, always have existed. Yeah, you will have always existed. Have. Okay, so this is sort of the part when, to quote Ariana Grande, uh, Brian, you do your I don't think so, honey. Are you ready for okay, this? Great. I am ready. I'm hoping I have a, I have, I'm hoping I have a minute's worth of coming. Okay, I think you do. This is Brian Jordan Alvarez's I don't think so, honey. His time starts now. Okay, I don't think so, honey. These fake TikTok pranks that are so obviously fake and everybody <laughs> is laughing at them like they're real. And then my oh. boyfriend shows me these like, and I go... And I did, there's just something subtle going on in them where like you can tell like even if that prank had been real, the way the person's reacting, they're definitely acting the way yeah. somebody would act if they knew. It's acting. Even if it's good acting, you can tell if it's acting. And then uh, my boyfriend, who I love, obviously, will show them to oh. me and I'll go, that's fake. <laughs> and he'll go, who cares if it's fake? It's funny. And I'm like, who doesn't care if it's fake? This is mm -hmm. only funny because it's supposed to be not fake. Right. 15 if seconds. this is supposed to be a fictional narrative video, then I'm going to be laughing at different things. That This is supposed to be documentary yes. nonfiction. Yes. Mm -hmm. And I'm supposed oh, to be laughing at the reality of this. And this is not real. So I care. I don't think so, honey. Period. That was excellent. That's one minute. <laughs> I'm free. You're, you're really right. Isn't that so true, though? 
Has anybody ever done that where they're, where they're like, well, who cares if it's fake? And it's like, what do you mean? I it makes all, all the difference. <laughs> yeah. It makes all the difference. Wasn't there a kid who like covered his whole kitchen in peanut butter or something? Like every oh, give me a break. Every like every cupboard door, <laughs> the fridge. That fake shit off my timeline. <laughs> yeah. It's also not a prank. That's just a mess. It's not a prank. It's a <laughs> I know that. I know the the expression "prank" these days is so loose. It's like, no, I think you just hit someone. Actually, I don't think that was a prank. You <laughs> you just assaulted. Yeah, that's just someone. physical violence. Yeah, yeah. and that's just cruelty that you posted. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. yeah. I I feel like pranks pranks have like lifted off of April Fools. Like no one really gives a shit about April Fools anymore. But they're like proliferated through TikTok. I know. April Fool's really has fallen off. It's fallen off for sure. Maybe it's like there's a Gen Z affinity to it because I guess like Jim would do it on The Office a lot with like prank Dwight or whatever <laughs> the fuck. And so now these kids are like, oh, pranks are the highest form of art and comedy. Let's do it on TikTok. Exactly. It's too much. It, literally, it's just because it's a light lift and you can literally just post it. It's like what people who are obsessed with fails. You know what I mean? Like, and, and that always yeah, like yeah, drove yeah. me nuts. Like, I, I can't sit through <laughs> fails. I can't sit through like when, oh, here's a video of someone, get this, getting really hurt. And like, <laughs> I, I can't do it. Here's a video of someone skateboarding and what happens to them? They probably should be dead. Do you want to watch it again? Like, no, I oh, don't. I know, I know. Yeah, it doesn't. Yeah, it never, it never makes me laugh. Yeah, because you're just like, are they dead? Like, yeah. what happened? Like, what's the conclusion of this film? You know, are they right? Okay? Mm-hmm. And then the thing is, you don't want the answer to that question sometimes. You know what I'm saying? Know, it's just exactly. like, because sometimes, yeah. like, sometimes get this, like, you put the phone down and said, haha, that was funny. Mama's dead. You know what I mean? Mama's dead. <laughs> Wait, Matt, on the subject of falling, though, you should learn to ski. I, th- I think, you think you could learn to ski. Yeah. I think it would kind of be a chic look for me. Too. I picture it. It is. It's yeah. such a chic. You feel so cool. Yeah. When you do, I have yet to go to a gay ski week, but I think that's going to be the height. Apparently, of- there's one happening right now, right? They have them all the time. I mean, oh, okay, it's, all the time. It's it's, it's endless. Oh, what? <laughs> no, I mean they have them in different cities. Is there one? Is there one nearby? It's like right Mammoth now? Ski Week, I believe, and like tons of gays are not like in LA because they're all skiing. And I was like, huh? I was like, what? Oh wait, are you guys in LA? No, you're in LA, Matt. I am in Los Angeles, okay. California. Did you move to LA? Yes. Or you don't have to reveal that to the. To these no, I I'm open about the fact that I moved to LA for about five <laughs> years ago, and um, I actually I I just oh. I I just just got another place uh, in New York, so I'm gonna be bi coastal. I'm gonna I'm gonna live in New York City and Finally. Los Angeles, California. Yeah, no, it's exciting. It's good. I'm excited about it. The new era, wow. the new chapter. I'm hear how that goes. The rest is still unwritten. Did you hear what my voice just did? I sounded like a Tyrannosaurus Rex. You were screaming at Adele last night. Hold on. One last thing. If I were to watch, if I were to watch Tar, it doesn't make a difference to me if Tar is real or fake. Oh my that god! Is that is the one exception. That is the one exception. Wow! Wow! You have an amazing nose, Bowen. Wow! No, it's an amazing <laughs> nose. Thank you. Oh my god! Do you have, Thank you so much. Now, was anything gay happening in Tar? Is the question. One <laughs> hundred. <laughs> no, I don't think. What if I watched that movie and I had not? I feel like it is possible to watch that movie and not maybe not pick up on the fact that she's a lesbian. Yeah. Is it? What if I watched it? And I was li- like, that's because so her wife could have just been like her good sis. 
so the film is about her and her friends, or what is the yeah no. oh oh that's now I have so funny <clears throat> listen to with them my, my voice is literally telling me it's time to rap because i'm a rap um wait brian this was so fun and thank you so much you for doing the, the show we love you thank you so thank much for you. coming on love you both so much and you got to come back yeah i would love to the three of us have to get together and be stupid in person go to a park can't wait let's go to a park let's go to prospect park stream megan on peacock but not before tar and we <laughs> and oh god Bowen, i'm dying we end every episode with a song okay so won't you take it take it take it all i don't know the rest i don't know the rest don't look back at this crumbling fools now do you do the end it's so iconic so take it all my I don't, I don't, I, I'm not really phoning. I'm not really enunciating the word. What is it? What you sounded like Adele. You have an amazing nose <laughs> and an amazing voice. Amazing nose, amazing voice. Thank, Thank you. you everyone for listening to this episode of Ross Culturistas with Matt Rogers and Bowen Yang. It just won the best podcast award at the iHeartRadio Podcast Awards. We are the Woo! best podcast in the world. Thank you so much. Wow. Thank we were you. critically acclaimed. An award winning. Feels incredible. Seven years in the game. Finally, award winning. We are an award winning podcast. There's none better. Sorry, everyone. Bye. Bye. There's a new sparkling water beverage from the makers of Bubbly, Bubbly Burst. It's bursting with fruit flavor, no added sugar, and all smiles. Bubbly comes in a variety of six fun flavors that taste incredible. And with no added sugar and low calories, there's a lot to smile about. I don't know about you, Matt, but it's my perfect beverage for catching up on my favorite shows with. Yes, Lil Bowen. Bubbly Burst has antioxidant and immune support, keeping me feeling great all day long. You deserve that. Try new Bubbly Burst. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts.